yes. Good tidings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Good Tidings Radio Broadcast. I am Brother David Pinkerton, your host today. And here we are on WXAN Radio in Ava, Illinois. We're glad to be able to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Word of God, over these airways. I want you to pray and thank God for Brother Danny, Leanne, Will, and the good staff here as they carry out the message of Jesus Christ and play the best Christian music this side of heaven. So support them financially, support them prayerfully, and let everybody know about WXAN Radio. If you're tuned in today, you're going to be listening to us on 103.9 FM, 103.9 FM, and uh, if you're not, if you're listening in by internet, then you're at www.wxanradio.com. When the page pulls up, click on Listen Live, and this is 11 o'clock in the morning on Saturday, Central Standard Time. You're tuned into the Good Tidings Radio broadcast, and we're glad that you're here. So, Reach out to a friend, text them, email them, call them right now, shake them if they're next to you. Say, hey, the Good Tidings Radio broadcast is on. We're grateful that you listen, folks. It's an honor that you're tuned in. Open your Bibles, please. Have your Bible ready. Open it up to Psalm chapter 118. Psalm chapter 118. As we're going to take a look today at at a scripture, I call it a fun scripture, but boy, is it a solemn reminder a solemn reminder of how we should approach life and live. You know, last week you we took a look at having the winning attitude and having that Christ-honoring attitude. We did that on October the 29th. Well, today here we are, November the 5th, and I want you to take a look at Psalm 118. Psalm 118, before you, as you're turning there, I want to remind you, we'd like to meet you. If you don't have a church home, why don't you come over to Johnston City, Illinois. The J City Church, J City Church, Johnson City, Illinois. Sunday schools at nine thirty. Churches at ten thirty. We have a live stream that begins at ten thirty on www.jcitychurch.com. At ten thirty, runs till eleven thirty. Why don't you tune in if you're across the country? We'd love to have you. As you know, we're Central Standard Time here in Southern Illinois, and uh, we'd be honored to have you. Now. There is a ministry every Saturday night, 5.30. That's the drive-up food bank ministry at J City Church in Johnston City. Just drive through the parking lot, and from 5.30 to 6, you are welcome to have a fresh, hot, freshly prepared, nutritious meal given to you on behalf of the Lord Jesus and our church. Why don't you come and participate in that? If you know a family or someone who could benefit from that, Please do, and when you come by, tell them that you heard Pastor David on the radio, and that uh, let us have your name and number. We'll give you some information that you could reach out to us and contact us if we could be a blessing to you. But that's J City Church, Johnston City, Illinois, Sunday mornings, 9.30, 10.30, Saturday nights at 5.30 for the drive-up food uh, ministry. We're grateful for all the people that serve in that ministry, too. They work hard preparing that meal. Psalm chapter 118 and verse number 24. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I want to ask you a question today. Do you live one day at a time? We say, Pastor Dave, nobody does. Well, 
the world would tell us that. But we don't live as Christians by the world. We live by the Scripture. The Bible. We're to be students of the Bible, practitioners of the Bible, hearers of the Word, and doers of the Word. I realize also, as a husband and a father, and Brett, if you're listening, we love you, bud. Brett Pinkerton's out in Buffalo, New York. We love him. And looking forward to him coming back around Christmas holidays and stuff. But anyway... We need to live one day at a time. So being a husband, a father, a pastor, a preacher, a business person, what I need to do uh, is remind you that we're supposed to live. We do have to plan. We know what's going on, okay, that we have to plan and and orchestrate a, a coming week in business and things of that nature. So God's not against planning, but I'm asking you, do you live one day at a time? Do you live one day at a time, or are you caught up in living in the past or living, you know, in the future that you miss today? In Psalm chapter 118, we see that this is the day the Lord hath made. So I want to say by introduction, folks, this book, the Bible, it's not an experimental stage. It's a tried and a proven book. It's withstood the ages and the attacks of Satan since its beginning. The Bible is the, not the book of the week or the month or the year or the decade or the century or the millennium. The Bible is the book of the ages. And thank God for the Bible. Why? Because it tells me who I am. Thank God for the Bible. It tells me where I'm bound. Thank God for the Bible. It makes the way so plain. Thank God for the Bible. It exalts Jesus' name. Thank God for the Bible. It's inspired, it's infallible, it's inerrant, it's impeccable, it's indestructible, it is powerful, it's precious, it's perfect, it's pure, it's pontifical, and guess what? It's preserved, and I like it in this King James Version of the Bible. So, folks, every day with Jesus Christ is a good day. And, you know, I found out there's a reason that many times we are anxious, afraid, fearful, and stressed out is because we've never learned to live one day at a time. We've never learned to live one day at a time. Have you learned this lesson, Christian friend? Now, it's the guarantee for happiness every day. It's a guaranteed formula for contentment and peace of mind. Psalm 118, verse 24. This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Now, it doesn't say that I'll rejoice if the furnace doesn't go out or the air conditioner doesn't go out. I'll rejoice if my favorite team wins. I'll rejoice if uh, the weather is the way I want it to be. No. No, it doesn't say that. You see, it says I'll rejoice and be glad in it because it's a day the Lord has made. So life is structured, folks, for us to live physically one day at a time. But some people live emotionally, mentally, in three different time zones. The past, the present, the future, or yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And by doing that, we miss today. Well, experts tell us that most people have a meltdown because they are carrying around the burdens of the past. They're carrying worried about the present or worried about the future. And folks, it's a classic example, if you would, of excess baggage. No person listening to the sound of my voice today is made to bear up under that kind of weight or pressure. 
You see, there's a Greek motto. You'll break the bow if you keep it always bent. And that's a true statement. you got to relax. And we can do that by focusing on living one day at a time. Friends, it is a mistake to try and to hold on the victories or the defeats of the past. That's a mistake. Each new day brings us new opportunities and new beginnings to serve Christ, to be the best Christian we can be, and to glorify God. You see, we have to learn to wait on God. Isaiah 40 and verse 31, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Folks, it's hard to do, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. In Psalm 27 and verse 14, the Bible says, Wait upon the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, upon the Lord. If we're trying to get ahead of God in whatever we're doing in life without praying about it, folks, we're going to be in trouble. Psalm 37 and verse 7 says, Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Psalm chapter 40 and verse 1. I waited patiently upon the Lord, and he inclined unto me, and heard my cry, and brought me up from a horrible pit, out of a miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my goings, and hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto God. Many shall see it, and trust in the Lord. First Peter chapter 5 and verse 7, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Remember that, saints. Remember that. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Well, the question is this. If God's telling us to live one day at a time, and he is, saints, then how in the world can we do that? How are we, as God's people, to live one day at a time? Well, the answer is right here in God's inspired encyclopedia of knowledge, the Bible. And I believe we can live one day at a time by adhering to three things in our life. Three things. Number one, to live one day at a time, you must stop living in the past. We must stop living in the past. Paul gave some advice in Philippians 3 and verse 13. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. In other words, close the door on yesterday. Close the door upon the past. God is saying, forget it. It's done. It's over with. And I realize that we have fond memories in the past. But the point of it is this. If we're dragging up the past and we're living in the past, we're not living in the present in the right now. And sharing in the blessings of God for this day. Remember what the Lord said to his disciples when he taught them how to pray? He said, we should pray, Our Father which art in heaven, give us this day our daily bread. Not our weekly bread, our monthly bread, or yearly bread, but our daily bread. Forgetting in that verse, chapter 3 of Philippians, verse 13, means what? It means to be unable to remember. We should forget our sins, our mistakes, our defeats, our injuries, our heartaches, our disappointments, and our hurt feelings. 
We need to get over that stuff. There are things that have happened to me and you, self-inflicted, happened by others, but with malicious intent. Remember, God's the judge. He'll take care of it. Or whatever may happen, things beyond our control. And sometimes if we don't deal with it correctly, we get angry and bitter about it, and we have a hard time getting over it. Well, God wants us to get over it, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, looking out the windshield of the car of automobile of faith instead of the rearview mirror. I want to give you some advice. Don't use today's power trying to live yesterday's problems. Don't live today's power, use today's power, trying to live yesterday's problems. You see, excessive regret over the blunders of the past makes you totally unfit for living in the future. Excessive regret over the blunders of the past makes you totally unfit for living in the future. In verse number three, he said what of our text? Give us day by day. We just recited that. In other words, one day at a time. The Lord will provide for us one day at a time. Do you have a past that haunts you? The devil keeps reminding you of your past? That's multitudes of us, folks, if we're honest. Yes. Well, think about this. Our mistakes, our hurt feelings, maybe that I caused, maybe that a family member caused, disputes with people, who knows, neighborhood fusses, all that thing, all that stuff, neighborhood things, we got to remember something. When the devil brings that stuff up, your failures and your past sins, remind him of his future. We talked about it last week when we, or two weeks ago when we exposed the devil. He's going to the bottomless pit. He's going to the lake of fire, folks. We've read the last book, the book of Revelation. We've read the last chapter. We see he's going down. And friend, let that be. Remind the devil of his future. When he reminds you of your past. Revelation 20 and verse 10. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever. Forever. Commit your past to Christ, and he will filter out the bad and preserve the good for you. Commit your past, to, uh, your past to Christ, and he will filter out the bad and the good for you, folks. He's very good at doing that. Think about that. Commit your past to Jesus. Okay. Now, have you consulted the Bible lately about your past? Well, listen to Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 12. For I will be merciful to their, un, to their unrighteousness, and their sins and their iniquities I will remember no more. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities. I will remember them no more. Praise God. God doesn't remember them and hold them against you once they're under the blood. And neither should we remember them. Let them go. So to live a life of harmony, live one day at a time and rejoice and be glad for that day. We have to what? Forget the past. The second thing we need to do. To live one day at a time, we must stop living in the future. Stop living in the future. You want to revolutionize your life? Listen to the words of Jesus. And you won't find these writings, folks, in the great philosophers of Socrates or Aristotle or Plato or any of those folks. 
you're going to find, you're not going to find any of this information I'm about to give you in the speeches or the platitudes of politicians or motivational speakers or in Shakespeare or Byron or Keats or Longfellow. You won't find what I'm about to share with you in their writings. But Jesus said in, John, in Matthew 6 and verse 34, Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Now notice this. I love to quote Jesus. You've heard me say that repeatedly, and I do. You'll never be wrong when you quote Jesus accurately. Crystallize what Jesus said. Capitalize what Jesus said. Analyze what Jesus said. Memorize what Jesus said. He said what? Take therefore no thought for the morrow. Don't worry about the future. For the morrow, tomorrow will take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Now, folks, focus on what Jesus Christ said. Focus on what he said to us. Jesus is the greatest authority that the world has ever known. You know, there are 281, 253 words in the New Testament. And of that, many of those words Jesus spoke, he spoke three. 36,450 words in the New Testament. And we need to find something that Jesus said every day and do it. Uh, the, the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5 through 8, is ac- excellent for that, folks. But what Jesus mean? Did he say don't worry and just kind of live a life of, of, of uh, by the seat of our pants, or uh, frivolously, or unfocused, or undisciplined? No, he wasn't talking about that. He wasn't just saying, hey, flip everything to the wind and flip a coin and hope for the best. When he said, have no cares for tomorrow, he was just simply saying, don't anticipate the trouble, the trials, the tragedies of tomorrow. Rather, occupy yourself with the events of today. Focus on what you're doing right now. Hurry, bury, and worry. That's three things that American Christians are doing real well. We hurry through life, speed through the day. Most of us keep keep our, our head out of our phone driving down the road. We need to stop that. Take your phone and f- your head and your face out of your phone and drive safely, please, for yourself, for your family, and for the people that are driving around you. But American Christians, we hurry through everything. We worry about everything. And then they bury us early because we're stressed out all the time. Folks, it's true. And these three words, hurry, worry, and bury, in that sense, are not in God's vocabulary. And one of the leading causes of mental breakdown in America is anxiety over the future. That's not what God wants his people to be and do. People try a variety of things to rid themselves of worry. And the answer is in the Bible. Emotionally, we need to be balanced every day. And when we focus upon the Scripture and the teaching of the Bible, get this, saints, and we become doers of what it teaches us, we will have a mentally stable, spiritually stable, spiritually healthy forethought in life. The Bible is the psychology book. I mean, Philippians is truly the the psychology book of the New Testament. Listen to Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, 
let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Folks, we need to stand upon what the Bible says. Start trusting what the Bible says. Everything should be based for the believer upon the, the, the teachings of the Scripture, the Holy Scripture. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. It will benefit us when we adhere to what it says, see what it says, and then practice what it says. In other words, do it. Folks, Philippians chapter number 4 and verses 6 and 7, to be careful for nothing, is just as much Bible as John chapter 3 and verse number 16. Now, the third thing we're going to do, if we're going to live a life of one day at a time, like our text verse in Psalm 118 says, this is a day the Lord hath made, we will rejoice and be glad in it. Well, the third thing we're going to have to do is this. Remember that all of life is organized on the principle of one at a time. One at a time. Think about this. You cannot live one second of tomorrow until today is over. You can't live one breath at a time without living one breath at a time. Think about what I just said. You live by one breath at a time. You live by one heartbeat at a time. You live by one tick of the clock at a time. Luke chapter 11 and verse 3, Jesus said, Give us day by day our daily bread. Inch by inch, it's a cinch. Yard by yard, it gets pretty hard. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. And to ask for anything as a Christian, to ask for anything more than to ask for what God did not promise us, folks, is to ask for what God didn't promise. To ask Him for something that He didn't promise is wrong. or And that's we'll mock His word by doing that and insult His integrity. He said, I want my people. I want Pastor David. I want you to live day by day, moment by moment, piece by piece, heartbeat by heartbeat, breath by breath. And don't worry about tomorrow. And don't worry about the past. But live in the moment as today's vernacular says. Folks, it's crazy, it's foolish for us to add anything to God's Word. In Psalm chapter 30 and verse 6, Add thou not to his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be made found a liar. You see, God always gets the last word. Remember that. The poet said, and I quote, Life is a story in volumes three. The past, the present, and yet to be. The first is finished and laid away. The second we're writing day by day. The third and last of the volumes three is locked from sight, and God keeps the key. End of quote. If you would knock, it would knock yours and my socks off if we knew what the future held, specifically for our lives. God doesn't want that necessarily. Yeah, he has a will. We can understand that. But the details, he fills them in day by day, day by day. We know that Jesus is coming in the rapture. If you're not saved, you're going to be left behind. Do you know Christ is your Savior? He died vicariously on the cross, shed his blood in your place. He was buried in the tomb and then resurrected the third day. 
and you're a sinner and you can't save yourself because you have nothing to offer God that's any good. He doesn't accept good works. It's all filthy rags to him. The only thing he accepts is the righteousness of Jesus Christ, his son, which is given to you the moment, imputed to you the moment you trust Christ as Savior and are born again. So if you'd like to be born again spiritually, follow me in this simple prayer by faith from the sincerity of your heart. Jesus, please forgive me of all of my sins. Come into my heart and save my soul. I'm trusting you and you alone to be my personal Savior and take me to heaven. Amen. Now, if you'd like to correspond with me, I want you to email me. My email address is Dr. Dave. That's D-R-D-A-V-E-1-3 at gmail.com. Dr. Dave 13 at gmail.com or call the radio station here. Will can get you in contact with me. Danny can. But I'd be glad to be a blessing and a help to you. If you've trusted Christ, we've got some information we'd like to share with you. But Christian friend, listen close. I don't have any time left, so to speak. But are you living one day at a time? Or are you worried about tomorrow? Well, if you get your head in the boob tube all the time, you're watching all these news blurbs that come across your phone, you're going to be worried about stuff. But if you're looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith, and putting your trust in the Bible, God's holy word, and practicing what it says, you're going to have the peace of God that passes all understanding. Preacher, do you have the peace of God that passes all understanding? Pastor, do you need revival? Our nation does. Our people do. We do. Ask God to give it to you. Confess your sin. Ask for cleansing. In 1 John 5, 7, he'll cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And then ask him to fill you with the Holy Spirit. Folks, revival is what's needed in this day and time. Here we are on the verge of midterm elections. I pray you're praying that God will remove the evil ones and and put in Christ-honoring, constitutionally-based, Bible-based individuals to make good decisions for the people. So make sure you get out and vote. Okay, God bless you. This has been the Good Tidings Radio Broadcast, and I am Dr. David Pinkerton, your radio pastor. Honored and glad that you're here today, and glad to be over the airwaves of WXAN Radio. And find us again at 103.9 FM every Saturday at 11 o'clock Central Standard Time. Tell someone about the Good Tidings Radio Broadcast. And again, if you don't have a church home, come and see us. J City Church, Johnston City, Illinois, 9.30 Sunday mornings, 10.30 Sunday mornings, live stream at jcitychurch.com. And take take part in our food ministry, 5.30 to 6 o'clock every Saturday night. Drive into the parking lot, follow the signs. A fresh, nutritious, hot meal will be gathered for you. You can be given a gospel tract and know know for sure that you're going to heaven. But anyway, pray for the Good Tidings Radio broadcast. We're glad you listened. Pray for me and my wife and Dorinda. Dorinda and my son, our son, Brett. We love you. We're grateful for you. God bless you. Keep looking up. And remember, Jesus is good tidings of great joy. Tell someone else about Jesus Christ. Good tidings of great joy. Oh, yes. The day is finally here. Emmanuel. God is with us. Oh, yes. No to fear. For I'm 